0: Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio.
2: Hey, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. And of course, Megan Edge is joining me here today. And I am so thrilled. I'm like super thrilled to be introducing this fabulous hit show to all of you. But a little bit about Megan, and I mean a little bit because today's show, we're going to take you on a journey as to how how, how does it when somebody says yes to their lives, how does the journey change? How do you have to look at the obstacles and the challenges that you face and then like super move beyond them. Uh, Megan is a master healer, radio host, public speaker, author of the fabulous book, which we're gonna give away today, The Heart's Journey. And, And what is it about this? This is about healing hearts. This is about understanding what it means in our lives to move ahead. And so as a result of that, She's also put together this fabulous guidebook, but beyond all of that, her passion, her purpose, everything she does is helping all of us learn how to be amazing in who we are, whether it's the mind, whether it's the body, whether it's the soul healing, whether it's disease, whether it's emotional healing, all of the above brings this energy healing from this intuitive counseling, coaching, body work, and beyond. Whether you've seen her webinars, whether you've seen her in shows and events that she's done, the point is this. Are you ready to play on the edge? And what does that mean? Today, you're going to get to hear about that. Those of you out there listening, we're going to get a copy of her book. And for many of you, you're watching on Facebook Live. So here's the way it works. When you say yes to this, things change. Megan, it's great to have you here. Thank you, Pat. I'm really delighted to be here today. Well, you know, I was so excited about this. You and I have been working together for a bit. And I was super excited about this because a lot of times people don't know of our journey. You know, they just see us, we pop out, And we're like, all of a sudden we got a radio show and they're thinking, what's up with these two? (laughs) But there is a story.
1: There's always a story. There's always a story. And honestly, Pat, 10 years ago, if someone had said to me, just as your business is starting, just as this work that you're doing is starting in a decade, you won't recognize it. I wouldn't have known what to do with that information. Yeah. And 10 years seems like such an enormous time when you're at that first year. And and now it has been 10 years, in fact, since I stepped into being a healer and claiming that part of myself. And to look back on these 10 years and to really acknowledge and recognize the story, the effort, the amount of work and dedication, and most importantly, the saying yes, yeah, all the way through as those opportunities showed up to keep growing and keep expanding and keep sharing that story. Yeah,
2: I got to tell you, it's been super cool working with you. And uh, the the audience really doesn't know anything about that part. They they see mm-hmm. me show up, they see you show up, yeah. and one day I tried to explain that the journey that you and I start to take, that is a story in itself, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And it's funny because um, I'm going to be doing a show uh, next week or so where somebody wants to talk about that. But you and I are talking about that today because it's part of it. It is. Yeah. I want to ask you this question. I ask everybody. It is this question. I used to do a show called Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. Okay. <laughs> That's how this all started for me. Yeah. And the question that came out of it was, given everything I introduce you as, all of what we're talking about Mm -hmm. today, Mm -hmm. anything, all the juiciness you're bringing in the world, what challenges, what obstacles did you, Megan Edge, have to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Me. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I was my biggest
1: obstacle. Yeah. And we are, we are our worst critic. We wouldn't treat our best friend or even a stranger on the street, sometimes the way that we treat ourselves. And we can get ourselves lost in our, in our stories and in our rhetoric. And truly that's what I had come to at a certain point in my life where I had lost myself. I had allowed myself to get really small in my life and in my world. And it didn't feel right. It felt like my skin was too tight. And when I looked around at my life, I realized I had to take stock of how it was that I had gotten to that place. And to truly recognize the only person who had let me get there was me. You know, I could look outside myself and say, well, it's because of circumstances or it's because of that experience when I was a child or it's because of my relationships. But at the end of the day, all of that, all of those are the excuses that we use to step outside of ourselves or to step away from ourselves. And the only path back to ourselves is to take that responsibility and ownership for the story that we're telling and decide if we want to keep telling that same story any longer, or if there's a new story that we can start telling.
2: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. There becomes a point of discomfort from time to time in our lives. And sometimes we pay attention to it, and other times we don't. Mm. I come from a suck-it-up family. And what Mm -hmm. that means is whatever goes on, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, just suck it up and let's move on. So I had to learn something new. But you help people understand, like, if there is something in your life that no longer feels, let's use the term right, Mm -hmm. because that's the term we use. Yeah. There's something in there. And you Mm -hmm. learn that for yourself. But now you're helping others with that as well. And that's the point. Although we are the only ones that can get in our
1: way. Yeah. We don't necessarily have to find our way back to ourselves all alone or all by ourselves, and in fact, I truly firmly believe we're not here to do this journey all by ourselves at all. This is a shared experience. So going from having made myself really small and made my voice really small, and saying, okay, I'm done with that. Now, how do I I expand? How do I reach out again and, and become part of a community and let people know what's going on in my life? And the answer was
2: slowly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, boy. You know, I think for me, um, I've shared the story that six months after I started the show, my body completely broke down. Mm. I mean, I've been the healthiest person ever in my life. And then one day on April 1st in 2004, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand about body messages, Right. What is it that you learned from your journey? And was your body part of the teaching?
1: Absolutely. I I couldn't have done it without my body. Yeah, I know that might sound kind of funny. (laughs) Uh, I couldn't have done it without creating a relationship with my body that I didn't have before then. Um, Our bodies have a language. And there's lots of different ways that our bodies speak to us. They speak to us through how good something feels. They speak to us through how uncomfortable something feels. For me, I had always had something going on. I either had strep throat or I had pneumonia or I had a sprained ankle. I Much of my life, my body was in this state of constant communication with me, and I was ignoring it. Well... It wasn't that I was ignoring it. It's that I was only relating to it on one level. Right. Which was the physical level. Right, right. It's the ouch that hurts level. Right, right, Without looking at the language, when the body gives us something like a pain, my belief is the intention is the body's trying to get our attention. It's saying, hey, over here, over here, notice where it hurts here. There's something going on here. There's a deeper message a different language that the body is is speaking to get our attention to bl- to allow us to get to the source the emotional and energetic source of why that physical pain has shown up for me it was an entire body experience i remember after my second daughter was born oh. i could not get up off the sofa uh-huh. and it wasn't it wasn't postpartum depression that's what everybody kept saying no my body was so sore. I was in so much pain all over. I felt like an incredibly unhealthy 90-year-old woman. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yes. It's devastating. It's devastating. And, you know, going from doctor to doctor and them all saying, well, I don't know. I don't know why your toe hurts and your shoulder hurts because the toe doctor and the shoulder doctor aren't going to talk to one another. And it wasn't until I went to a naturopath and she wrote down all the symptoms I was experiencing. And an hour later, (laughs) she says to me, have you ever heard of fibromyalgia?
2: Oh, and
1: I said, no. She said, okay, I'd like you to go home and do some research on fibromyalgia and then come back and see me and tell me what you think. Pat, I was so relieved to recognize myself in that list of symptoms. And to have something to call what I was experiencing, and while many people in my life were devastated on my behalf when that came down as a diagnosis, I wasn't. Because finally, I had something I could work with. You know, I could say, okay, this is what it looks like I'm dealing with. Now, what can I do to help myself be better? Because now I know it's not just some crazy making, it's all in my head there's actually something going on here at that physical level.
2: You know, it's interesting. We're talking about this because, um, you know, we so often ignore these things because Mm -hmm. you're very fortunate fibromyalgia. There are millions of people that didn't know about that for years and years and years. And so to have a place for you to say, well, wait a minute, there is something going on here. And by the way, There's something that we can do about it. And that's where the journey continues. We're going to take a short break when we come back. What is this? What does it take after you hear the diagnosis? What does it take to not just learn how your story is your journey, but to then Mm. create the journey for your story? That's what Megan Edge does so well. We're going to take a short break when we come back. You're going to hear all about that. Thank you all on Facebook. I'm trying to like type into the Facebook thing at the same time. That is not my strong suit. Thank goodness (laughs) Megan is sharing her story today. We'll take a short break. I'll be right back.
3: Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net.
1: Now you can be a part of one of the most powerful programs to help create a more joyful, loving, abundant, and peaceful world. Every day at 12 noon in any time zone, join millions of other people around the world to spend a few minutes in joy, love, and gratitude. Brought to you by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. Together, we can raise the vibration of the planet. For more information, visit GlobalMomentOfJoy.com.
3: Hey, did you know why they call the foundation the foundation? It's called the foundation because it completely eliminates your foundation for what you thought your reality was and creates a whole new space where you can have an entirely new reality that is foundationless. So from my point of view, they should call it the unfoundation or the foundationlessness either way there's a big new global rewrite happening again because these guys cannot stop changing there should be like a change anonymous that Gary and Dane go to and it's happening April 28th to May 1st you can find out about it at accessconsciousness.com forward slash global foundation it's happening in Paris go to Paris or do it online or find a pod near you these are all the options you have And what else is possible?
2: Everybody, welcome back. So, here's what we're going to do today. For First off, let me just say to all of you that are watching on Facebook Live, thank you. Uh, Junie, Rian, thank you so much. And for the people that I don't really see, because I don't like to look at my Facebook and do the show, but it's almost impossible not to. Right. Uh, For those of you listening on all of our radio stations, thank you for tuning us in, turning us on, you know, playing on the edge radio with Megan Edge, radical change with ease. That's what her show is about. She's here today because the living edge, you know, radically changing your story is what this episode is about. And so we are so thrilled to have Megan share what her story is, talk about courage, talk about what it means. But most importantly, to understand that we don't have to become the stories that are not going to get us from where we are today and where we want to go. And one of the things that I love about that is that Megan has written an incredible book. And we have three copies, Benny, of this to give away Uh, I'd like to go ahead and give away a copy of her book right now, 1-800-930-2819. Just give us a call, 1-800-930-2819. And for those of you on Facebook, uh, we have another way, or social media, I'm not sure, of all the places, we have another way to offer that book to you. So we'll make sure we do that in a minute. Uh, Before we get back to this, uh, Megan, let's just stop for a minute and let folks know How do I find out more about Megan? How do I find out more about our programs? And how do I contact her directly? How do folks get a hold of you directly? I want to make sure we give this out several times.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we we definitely have a website, meganedge.ca. And there's lots of ways through the website that you can reach me. You can also find out so much about the work that we're doing through our YouTube channel, through LinkedIn, through Facebook, the Facebook business page, Megan Edge Healing. I still love email. If you want to get a hold of me, the best thing you can do is send me an email. Don't send me a text. (laughs) Please don't phone me. (laughs) Send me an email. It's megan at meganedge.ca. It couldn't
2: be simpler. I love it, and the reason that that's important is because you're like me. I look at all my emails and I send them back. I also said yeah. we were going to give copies of your book away, and I want to talk about the heart's journey. And um, that's the fabu- fabulous book. Um, we're talking a little bit about it now. Mm-hmm. It's part of your story, but it's also yeah. a bigger a bigger uh, a venue than that. It's really a way for people to also begin to, to change, isn't it? It is.
1: What I've created is what I call a healing toolkit. Can I show it on for our Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Okay, beautiful. So what we've created is this gorgeous box set. This is the box. And inside the box, you get the guidebook. And I'll talk about that in a moment. Then I've created this beautiful journal. And it's all uh, color photographs. It's all my own photography. Places where you can write your card pulls because what I've created is a deck of Oracle cards based on my story and my relationship with the hearts. And then it comes with a pen and there's a bookmark and you can keep it all together and you can do all of your heart's healing work in one place. And then there's the beautiful cards and each card is a photograph. Whoops. Got my hands over it. Photograph of a heart that I found in nature or that found me, as I was in this journey of, of my story, of recognizing my story, and then taking myself out of the story I had been telling and into a new story, using these amazing hearts in nature as they came across my path, and then really listening to the messages that each of those hearts had for me, and then choosing in the end to share that with and all of this everybody about, else. <laughs> and we're giving this away today, right? We are. We're giving yeah. away free, oh and I'm gosh. happy to sign those copies, so... <gasps> Whoever wins
2: them, give me your name and I'll make sure to personalize it for you. Okay, so here is what we're going to do. Let's get this done right away and make sure that let's start with the 1-800 number, 1-800-930-2819. For those of you, let's take the first caller, Benny, and then Benny will let me know when that happens and we've got more to go. Uh, Megan is so generous. Thank you so much. Um, The thing that I would love to have... um, folks know too, is what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. You know, having a diagnosis is not the best news you can get. But there's something happens when you don't let it become your life. That's right. So let's talk about what you did, where you went. You know, what happened to this idea of how you were able to pull yourself up?
1: I, I think because, I not I think, I know that because of the life view that I already was living with, which is that there is more than what's ever right in front of us. I've always had that belief. When the naturopath suggested that this could be what I was living with, I took it and I ran with it. I immediately wanted to find out, what is this? What does it mean? Is there a bigger significance in my life for what this diagnosis means and how is it affecting me and all the people around me? And interestingly, it was my my regular doctor when I brought this the suggestion to him that this is what I had. First of all, he said, "Oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense." And then he said, "It's all in your head." Which was devastating at first <laughs> I mean here I'd spent uh, my whole life being told it was all in my head and then to have him confirm this I-, I was I was absolutely crushed Pat I went back to my car and I just bawled my eyes out I thought what well, I feel so devaluated like what is this supposed? what am I supposed to do with this and then when I stopped crying I listened to the rest of what he had said to me which was It's all about how you're thinking about your life, and you may want to start making some changes in the things that you're allowing in your life. And I didn't hear that part at first because I was so caught up in his confirming everybody else's diagnosis that it was all in my head all those years. Once I let that land, then I really did take that as the challenge. Started looking around my life and asking, what is it? that I'm allowing in my life that's hurting me, that's hurting me on the energetic level, the emotional level, the physical level, the spiritual level. That was the longer process. That was a number of years of blinders coming off and the story that is the heart's journey. Interestingly, the immediate thing that I did was to take gluten out of my diet, 100%. And within 48 hours, I was a new woman. It was literally a miracle healing. And that's when I knew that there was something to this whole idea that our bodies are talking to us all the time and telling us what is working and what isn't working. And I went from being hunched over and in pain all the time to dancing around the kitchen. I could think clearly. My body felt great. My sex drive came back. I felt taller. (laughs) simply from taking that one action and and I believe that that is the first step And, and at any point any place where we decide it's time to change our story you don't have to change the whole story at once you just need to change one thing that you're doing to do it differently to give your body the signal that you're ready to step into something that supports you Instead of something that just holds you or maintains you.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think for the most part that we are so engaged in the word I'm looking for is, okay, caving in to a diagnosis. Now, that's just me. That's Mm -hmm. not you. I don't want to put any Mm -hmm. words in Mm -hmm. your mouth. But that was part of it for me. It was, I'm a fighter from mm-hmm. way back. You know, it takes a lot to keep me down, really does. Yeah. But when it comes to the body, I had never faced that before. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm adult child of a comp- alcoholic mom, committed suicide. I was homeless at 17. That stuff, easy peasy to deal with. But my body, ooh, hmm. That does become the wake up call, though. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and my experience with wake up calls is that depending on what area it is of your life that you are paying the least attention to, that's where the wake up call is going to land. Oh, boy. Right. So for me at that point in time, and this was about a year after my second daughter was born and I would have been in my mid mid, oh, I guess, late 30s at that point. For me, it was all about my body, because I'd given birth twice. I'd suffered a massive miscarriage in between those two births. Both the births were very traumatic. If I hadn't been in a hospital, I honestly would not be here right now, Pat, and neither would my girls. Never have I been so grateful for the mainstream medical system. (laughs) Uh, And my body was carrying all of that, and it was carrying other traumas. It was carrying sexual traumas from high school. It was carrying betrayals from... A lot of different places in my life and that's how it had to get my attention because I was more than willing to sacrifice everything for everybody else and I wasn't willing to cooperate with my own body's needs and so it took me out. By the time I got my diagnosis though I was so ready to not be sick and to not feel like that and I was so desperate to find a solution that it was, a, like I said, a huge relief to be able to say, okay, this is what I have been given, but I've never said I have, or at least I've tried not to say I have fibromyalgia. What I say is I have been given a diagnosis of fibromyalgia because I don't want to define myself or have anybody else make up their mind about me based on a a title, like whether it's cancer or fibromyalgia or Alzheimer's, it doesn't matter.
2: It doesn't matter. You're not your diagnosis. Exactly. And you know, there is a level of vulnerability in this process we're talking about now. Mm -hmm. There's a level of vulnerability. And what I mean by that is uh, I am used to just pull it up, pull it up and let's go. But on the other hand, you learned that there is courage to to be vulnerable, and there's strength yeah. in it, oh, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. absolutely. It really it takes an enormous amount of courage to be mm. vulnerable. And every time a student comes to me saying, "I think I want to be a healer, can i can I put everything on the line with you and yeah. can you help me become a healer?" Yeah. Or a client walks through into my healing space and says, "I'm hurting." Mm-hmm. And I don't have anyone else to talk to. And can I bring it to you? I have such huge respect right. for somebody who is who is willing to say, this is my vulnerability. I need help. I can't do this alone. Because you're not supposed to do it alone. Right. right. But we have this idea in our culture that we are. You know, we've got that stiff I don't know, is it the British upbringing? Is it the Protestant work ethic? I don't my, know. I'm a, my I'm mom a was British, that Bronx Bronx was hers. And
2: I got it, so, <laughs> I, you know, I... I think it is. I, I mean, I think it's so characteristic to, I I think, of a lot of us that are afraid to ask for help. I want to mm-hmm. take a short break, Megan. But when we come back, and yes, for those of you out there, I know we've given away uh, several copies of the book. We are going to be giving away more. So I promise uh, 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, you and I have a mutual friend mm. that I believe we both met at the time when we needed to meet somebody to help us re- change our, our brains a little yes. bit. We're going to yeah. talk about her and your story and much more. What this means. How do we become a healer? Mm. Do we have to learn that part of ourselves and our healing journey first? Megan Edge playing on the Edge Radio. We'll be right back.
3: Tune in to the Psychic Professor's Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist, Dr. Susan Barnes, on Transformation Talk Radio, featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net.
0: Tune in each Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Transformation Talk Radio.
3: Tune into the wisdom of your soul for guidance on living a joyful life. On Soul Wisdom Radio, Wendy will provide inspiration to raise your vibration and connect with your higher self and guides. Learn how to balance your ego and to progress spiritually on Soul Wisdom Radio with Wendy Rose Williams. Visit WendyRoseWilliams.com or Transformation Talk Radio to learn more about a healing session with Wendy and her events and publications.
0: Your happiness is your choice on Natural Peace Radio. Follow Sarah Van Ryswick as she addresses the power of emotions. Each month, Sarah covers different topics as she helps listeners activate their energetic spark and create powerful energy and amazing opportunities. Manifest your desires with Natural Peace Radio. For more information on Sarah and her work, visit naturalpeaceliving.com. the I was thinking about the we were underground load of that 12 passenger
2: hey everybody welcome back welcome back I want to tell you something about what this means to tell a story mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, many of you are aware that's what's what's happening in quote uh, shall I call it media let me just call it media for a minute uh, what's happening in media is there are more, television shows, mini series, biopic stuff, let's just call it right now about people telling their stories. We Mm. went through, of course, the the absolutely phenomenon of everybody reliving the OJ Simpson thing, now Tupac. But what's happening is the story is coming to the forefront. We're seeing more and more of this. This is what Megan does. You are tuned into, if you don't know, and let me just say it, you know, playing on the edge radio and Megan edge is my fabulous host here. Co-host of the show. Everything we're doing together is so that this story that she's telling can help you turn your life around. And so we're going to be talking about what 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 this really does look like? What kind of support did we get? And we're going to talk about somebody that is a mutual friend that came to both of us in the meantime. But before we do, I'd like to give away another another set of Megan's book and the guide and everything else. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Also, Megan, you have a certification program and lots coming in 18, Right. I do. 2018 is an 11 year. Did you know
1: that, Pat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
2: my birthday yesterday.
1: I know. Happy birthday!
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I left you a note. Thank you. I got it. Uh, 11 being that really powerful number of transformation and transmutation. And I want to share with everybody one of the practices that I have coming into every new year, which is what I call power words. Every year around this time of year, around December, I sit down and I go into meditation or contemplation, and I ask for my power words that are going to help shape energetically the year to come. So last year, or this current year's power words, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, ah, fame and fortune. Ah, I know, and here we are, and here we are, and it's so beautiful, and it's so authentic and it's so real and I just I love it and it took me a lot to step into that saying yes to that and whatever that ends up looking like and however it looks right yeah (laughs) so 2018 I I don't know yet my power words haven't come to me but what I do know is that there's this huge energy of expansion for 2018 and it's going to be an amazing year for everybody if you let it be It's going to be incredible. Lots of opportunities coming forward. One of, the, one of my passions is to teach, and I've been doing it since the very beginning. It's how I grew my business through workshops and um, certification programs. And over the last 10 years, I've brought everything that I have learned and a lot of personal experience and a lot of experiences of my clients and my previous students. And I've created this beautiful healers program called the Confident Healer. And it's a mind, body and soul healer certification program. And over 10 months, you get to do this really deep dive into all these different areas of metaphysical and alternative and energetic healing. You do your own work, you live your own story, you learn your own story, so that when you step in front of a client, first of all, you're not triggered by their story, you know what's yours, and you can really hold space for what's theirs. And you know what these tools and techniques can do for your client because you've had the experience, the firsthand experience of how they've worked for you. So that's a 10-month program. That's a deep commitment to stepping out and saying, I am now a healer. And the reason that I teach this program, Pat, is because I know how much we need healers in the world right now. Yeah.
2: Oh, gosh, we need yeah. so
1: many healers.
2: Oh, I do we ever.
1: And people say to me, well, aren't aren't I just creating my own competition when I teach other other women how to be healers? And, and my response is no, no, no. My- Get out there. If you think you're a healer, if you know that you can help people and you've been doing it your whole life and now you'd like to make this your living and do really well with it, then please, if you're not necessarily with me, with anyone who's teaching these beautiful healing courses, go and do it and say yes to that. It's so important. And then along with that is the energy healing modality that I've created, which is called Intuitive Energy Massage. And that's now a three levels of mastery certification program. And we've got upcoming classes in January and March and May and then level two classes. And then I have a whole group of beautiful, dedicated practitioners who are now working towards their master teacher so they can start teaching this healing modality and really begin this lineage and and have this go out into the world so that it can make a difference yeah. in people's lives.
2: I love it. First of all, how can people find out more about you? How can they get a copy of the book? Please give out your website if we could.
1: Absolutely. You can find me at megan at meganedge.ca. You can find me on Facebook at Megan Edge Healing or Megan Edge. Send me a friend request. I would love that. You can also find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram. And... Oh, gosh, probably a dozen other places.
2: (laughs) Well, I love it. And, you know, we've got folks both on social media and other places really listening to the show. I love what Cheryl says, because, I mean, this really talks to this. Um, She says, Cheryl, uh, who's on Facebook, it says, our heart knows the way. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And along the way, I had someone show up in my life, as did you. Her Mm -hmm. name is Yvonne Oswald. And Yvonne, for me, showed up and I got to have her on the show years ago with her fabulous book about Mm -hmm. Every Word Has Power. And just learning something that I did not know at the time. I mean, you know, the, the person you see here was not the person back when I was sick. I mean, my illness really pointed me into doing a very different radio forum, right? Mm. And I too get asked the question, aren't you afraid when you're when you're teaching other people how to be radio hosts, aren't you afraid of the competition? And my I, I just go into a blank stare because I don't really <laughs> see it like that. What does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about this as you share your story. You're also living your story, aren't you?
1: Absolutely. Every piece of it. We have this idea that the past is in the past. We can't do anything about it. So we might as well focus on the present. And maybe if we're really brave, we'll look at the future. My personal belief is the past is as flexible as the future is. We can change our relationship with our past experiences. We may not necessarily be able to not have the car accident or not have the whatever the wake-up call is. We don't need to change the experience. What we can do is change our relationship to the experience. And one of the ways that I did that really powerfully was using Yvonne's book, Every Word Has Power, and the beautiful way in which she helps the reader to understand the importance of the words that we use when we tell our story. And how we can own our story in total ownership of it instead of making it an external experience to ourselves. So, for me, when this book came across my path, it was an eye opener. It was just this, I was so ready to be empowered and to be able to change that relationship I had with my story by something as simple as recognizing what a high vibration word is compared to a low vibration word, right? So we talk about competition. That's a low vibration word. It stops everything. It doesn't take you anywhere. It just takes you into fear. That's what competition takes you into. In certain contexts, there's a difference between a sports event and you're competing for your own best, um, best effort, let's say. However, to compete against somebody else For something that everybody has access to, seems to me to be a waste of energy, or at least not using our energy in the best way that we can. If we want to switch it up, we can talk about cooperation. Collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah, favorite word. Yeah. So working with each other to lift everybody up, rather than spending time trying to push somebody down so that we can feel like we're higher up somehow it's that's yeah. a, it's a false sense of accomplishment I think at that point yeah and I
2: would rather be in a room full of healers than be the only healer in the room you know for me mm. I, I interviewed Gloria Steinem once people are saying who yeah I did I, I interviewed know Gloria. Gloria Steinem once yeah. actually several times and we presented her with an award mm. and I had asked her a question kind of similar and she said, you know, we all stand on the shoulders of all that have come before. Mm -hmm. I never forgot that. Yeah. And we still do. Yeah. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Because our mission and our vision hasn't changed, you know, living your story means that you get to help others. Yes. Right. And create their story Um, we all have the same goal. I think in the end, we want to create a better world. Um, We do have copies of the book. Let me say this one last time. I know this hour goes by so fast. (laughs) 1-800-930-2819. Please give Benny Benny a call. 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give uh, some some more copies away. Uh, As you talk about your story, Megan, and we look at where we are today and where you're going. Living the story is super important. How do Mm -hmm. we come empowered through our healing stories? What does that mean? You know, how do we take these, the the healing practices, all of the tools for healing, how Mm -hmm. do we live them every day? They become
1: habit in a really good way. But even before then, One of the things I think is so important about this idea, this concept of healing and the healing journey, is to remember that we're not healing because we're broken. We're not broken. There is actually nothing wrong with us. We're simply in the energy of the experiences that we've had in this lifetime. And we can either decide to stay stuck in the trauma of the experiences, or we can decide that we want to change that relationship and give those experiences meaning and purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's the starting point for any of the healing work that I do with my clients is to hold that story. It's what I I say. that I'm a story holder rather than a Mm storyteller because that's what I do. I create a space where we can hold their story and from this place of compassion and understanding, from this place of recognizing that we've all only ever done the best we could with what we had at the time with what we knew yeah. so that we can recognize that there is purpose and reason for the experiences that we have and that certainly as healers and <clears throat> excuse me one of the questions you said before asked before the break is yeah how do we become a healer then do we have to be healed before we can be a healer no <laughs> no it's important to have done some of your own work what my experience has been is that each time a piece of my healing comes to the surface and I choose to work with it, clients show up who are in a very similar place. And so we do the work together because we're holding space for that similar event or those similar experiences in our lives from a place of empathy and compassion and no judgment yeah. and no apology for how we got to this moment where we've said, yes, something needs to shift in my life, as opposed to, I need to fix something. It's just that something needs to shift now, because all the ways that you'd been showing up in your life up until that point had served their purpose, and they're no longer working for you, or else you wouldn't be feeling that tightness in your own body that is usually the indicator that something is ready
2: to shift yeah, and change. What I love about your work, uh, just one thing that that I love about it, there are many, is there's this notion of witnessing. Oh, it's witnessing, so witnessing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would I would love for you to talk a little bit about that because I have found in my own healing journey, sometimes it's very lonely. Yes. And there are parts,
1: there are paths in the healing journey that I believe we are required at a deeper, perhaps more shamanic place in our in ourselves to, mm. to, go to, to go into on our own. However, when we come out of those places, to have somebody there to take us up in their arms and say, it's okay, I've got this for you now, you can put it down, you know, I'll hold it for you, is so, so powerful. If we hide ourselves away and don't let anybody see the pain that we're in, then we're not allowing ourselves to be a true expression of who we are. We're living in our wounding. Mm-hmm. We're making our wounding our worth instead of allowing our experiences to build us up. Right? instead, we let them take us down. and when we when we isolate ourselves into our story, we forget that other people understand. they know what we're going through. I know there was a point when, in my as my marriage was, was moving in different directions, when we were moving in different directions, this feeling of nobody in the world could possibly understand what this is like and what I'm going through. And intellectually, I knew that wasn't true. But at right. this very core emotional place, I had this feeling of I can't tell anybody because nobody would understand. When I started to a little bit let new people in and was able to see the reaction on their faces to the things i was telling them and how affirming those reactions were i realized that i didn't have to stay stuck in my own rhetoric any longer that in fact if i could take some parts of my story and i could share them and say here can you hold this for me for a little while yeah. just until i get my bearings that 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 would be what would really pull me out of the isolation i had allowed myself to become a part of. Yeah. Wow. And that witnessing was uh, tremendous, absolutely tremendous. And that's why, because of that, my own experience of that and how powerful that was, it's generally the place that I start with any new client is to give them that space to, so I can hold their story and they can unload <laughs> and just be accepted for who they are with no judgment at all.
2: And, you know, I, I, I think that one of the things we're talking about here today is about the heart's journey, your book, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. heart's journey, Yeah. Um, because we're, you know, we're not just talking about our physical journey or, you know, movement, things we do. Mm-hmm. Let's talk for a few minutes here that we have left about yeah. the heart. I know we're going to talk much more about it. But that is the name of your book, The Heart's mm-hmm. Journey. We are giving copies away. The heart sometimes can feel so shattered, so yeah. hurt, but yet can love so much. Yeah. It's an amazing organ, energetically and physically. In
1: <laughs> fact, <laughs> before we started the show, I'll admit, I was a little nervous. I had yeah. my butterflies, absolutely. And I had my earphones on, and I could hear my heartbeat inside The earphones. It was so amazing. And I could feel how it was beating a little fast out of the nervousness. And when I connected with it, I just said to my heart, it's okay. It's okay. We got this because this is where we're coming from. And I heard my heart slow down. And I was able to come into my body fully in order to engage in this beautiful show that we're doing today. I have come to adore adore the heart and I'm not talking about the hallmark perfect heart on the front of the valentine's card I'm talking about the messed up wounded hurt out of place whatever it is whatever your heart's holding or carrying I just I love how we associate the symbolism of the heart with our own sense of worth and well-being and that truly it's the place that we must start from Yes. As we walk on these healing paths is is that place of loving our own beautiful hearts for everything that they do for us,
3: mm-hmm.
1: both physically and emotionally. So these hearts for me, the story goes, I threw up my hands to the universe and said, I just need a sign. Mm-hmm. I just need a symbol that when I see it, I'll know that even when I can't see the path in front of me, and even when everything hurts... I know I'm following the path that my heart wants me to follow. I'm saying yes to my heart. And then the universe loves a good joke. (laughs) I start seeing hearts everywhere. You know, I'm seeing them on the beach, in the rocks. I'm seeing them. Oh, this is one of my favorites. I'm seeing them in the fireplace. Oh, yeah. Right? And the way that the log is burning. And I recognize that that was the universe or my higher self or my spirit guides, whoever. Is external to me, reminding me that this is my path to follow what my heart was telling me
2: mm-hmm. and to trust that. You know, I yeah. love that, you know, today, uh, for those of you out there, this is the first of many shows that we will be doing together. So I just wanted to say that to people listening or watching you know, this is the first of many. Uh, Megan, thank you so much for today. What a powerful message to everyone. And yeah, let's thank all of the people listening and watching on Facebook. Personal message, How? what would you like to leave everyone with?
1: I would love to leave everyone with my favorite quote. And this is a quote that when I came across it, it was, again, one of those moments,
2: mm-hmm. like picking
1: up every word has power, that just had me dissolving into the knowing mm-hmm that I needed to be doing something more in my life. And it's the Anise Nin quote. It says, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. I know that each and every listener and each and every viewer, I know that each of you has within you the most amazing, beautiful, authentic, gorgeous, empowered self. I know this to be true because I see it. I see it in you and your mission, (laughs) if you choose to accept it, is to open up to that and let us see you. Just let
2: us see you. Megan, I'll tell you, I see you. Mm. Thank you for everything in the world. Thank you all out there. Whether you're seeing us or you're listening to us, we both wish you all of the juiciness of your heart's journey. We'll see you next time, everyone. Bye, Megan.
0: You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca.
3: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.